Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM digital three cr.org.au and on demand. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. If you are listening on a Sunday, thanks to the crew from Out of the Blue, diving deep for the marine news as they do every Sunday from eleven thirty till noon. I'm Sally Goldner, your host of Out of the Pan for the next hour. 3CR proudly um, broadcasting from the lands of original inhabitants and paying respects to elders past and present and acknowledging our LGBTIQ original inhabitants, including sister girls and brother boys, for their unique contributions to diversity and intersectionality on and around the land. And welcome to listeners of all genders, including but not limited to ladies and gentlemen. Opened it up today with Katie Lang from the um, Ingenue album. Practiced that all day. No, I didn't really. Um, and um, the um, track Ask It and So It Shall Be. Well, yeah, uh, sometimes our faith can be tested in tough times is all I have to say to that. But anyway, um, Katie Lang of touring in July, and I think it is the 25th anniversary as I... Yes, 1992, uh, 25th anniversary of that album. Uh, feeling old? Well, I am. Anyway, um, so a great album. And I've got to say, possibly one that, you know, I didn't really, I've probably said many times, didn't get a definition of trans until 1995. But maybe it just started stirring up stuff in me about gender and sexual orientation when it emerged three years before then. Hmm. That's an interesting thought if you've got, feel like it. And of course, we don't do anything compulsory and without consent on this program. Give me a, a yell and a bell um, on all the means of technology and communication. Um, um, out of the pan 855 at gmail.com, 61401 um, Tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And um, 3CR. Um, I haven't quite got to the Facebook post yet, but um, we'll go up any second. Um, and do you think there was a you know something that helped you started that started to come out? Was there something that just you know began to happen for you? Can happen. I know. I talk to a lot of few people. I mean, there's no. I'm not saying um, total research going on here, um, but um, you know, um, I know I talk to a few people, and they say when they travelled overseas, maybe bit more relaxed um, not the day-to-day pressures the things that they'd pushed down maybe came up um, that can happen um, and um, you know that could be a reason but it was there something that um, you know sort of um, helped you um, to sort of get underway a bit um, let me have your thoughts um, anyway um, on the show today, I'll be catching up at around 20 past 12 with 
Jason from the newly formed um, equality um, movement. Um, sorry, just had a mental blank there. Um, not that there's um, a lot of um, space for clear stuff in my head anyway. But um, yeah, the Equality Project, I beg your pardon, that launched officially on Thursday night after some months of planning, which is very fabulous. Have a good look at that. Um, And um, also um, talking Twitter, which I did mention a minute ago, at Sal God said so. I've got to thank one of um, our guests from a couple of weeks ago who um, tweeted a couple of days afterwards, a very nice tweet, um, which I'm still kind of moved by, um, thanking me for the time on the show, and it was great to meet me. So um, thanks for that. Um, I was I'm reading on a tram on the way to um, an appointment, and I sort of I think the tram suddenly got very warm and I started blushing, or something like that. Anyway, well, um, good news today. <coughs> Sorry. Um, well, let's actually deal with the bad news first. Slightly sore throat today, a prolonged dental appointment on Friday and under the anaesthetic and the <laughs> sucker machine um, meant that I um, have a slightly sore throat. So excuse me if I do have to, um, well, turn away and cough for a second, but need to do it now. <coughs> but um, good news today is an editorial in today's Sunday Age on the Safe Schools Project. Um, great to see their support and, well, common sense in the midst of the alternative fact that um, is um, the Murdoch media 99.5% of the time. Um, although, let's be fair, the Murdoch media did a pretty good report on sport, as I think we mentioned a few weeks ago, and if they did have a few, they did have some facts wrong. They didn't acknowledge people um, like Will Glover and a trans man who played sport and also the work of Michelle Diamond and... Um, um, Kirsty Miller, who have done good things as well. But, um, you know, the age here, this editorial, um, if you're in the tree version, which I am, because that's how I tend to do things, um, is just brilliant. Um, page 30 um, of the tree version, the heading is Safe Schools Critics Ignore Evidence. And it begins, it is ironic and a touch pathetic that those waging a hysterical campaign against the Safe Schools anti-bullying campaign on the grounds of a false claim it is ideological are doing so from a rampantly ideological perspective. Yes, right-wing coalition. Let's see, so-called Christians, Australian Christian lobby. Has anyone considered suing them for for misrepresentation of two-thirds of their name? They're not really, their values aren't Australian and there's not anything in the spirit of Jesus. Um, what was it? Jesus was someone who stood up for the underdog and punched above his weight. That's pretty Australian values and pretty Christian values. It seems the Australian Christian lobby likes to kick people when they're down. Um, so safe schools, um, you know, helped. Well, the language in this is a little simplistic. It says non-heterosexual, which ignores gender identity and intersex status. Um, ideological outcry from conservative ideologues. Totally agree. Um it um, and it's been you know they they claim it's radical social engineering because it recognises the reality that um, sexuality and gender um, occur along a spectrum and they aren't strictly binary. Hardly radical. Um, the Safe Schools Program website shows the program to be sensible, sober, and decent. Um, lessons for Year Seven and Eight students, New South Wales and Tasmania, um, Turnbull government ending funding, Victoria and ACT being supportive, and. Um, and um, some of the ideologies. Now, I don't. I've never studied ideology. If anyone has, 
can someone tell me if gender identity is part of Marxism? Um, because I don't really, I haven't really had any evidence on that. Um, so, you know, they talk, they talk about safe schools being a historic existential threat to the Western secular democratic state. Uh, no, I would have thought it boosted it. Um, and you know, safe schools is, um, as this article says, literally a matter of editorial, a matter of life or death. Talks about um, the high rates of um, trigger warning coming up for a difficult topic. I'll give you some um, numbers to call um, in a second. Um, the 16% of queer young Australians that attempted suicide while a third had done self-harm because of bullying. Um, 42% had thought about it. Um, but always worth noting a survey from covering both Ireland and Northern Ireland, the Irish Republic and Northern Ireland, um, 81% of trans people prior to being themselves had thoughts about suicide, the figure after they could be themselves, 4%. Yep, um, big difference. So support people sounds like a good idea. And um, it's not an and as the age concludes, it's not an ideological issue. It's about fairness and decency, the human condition and equality. It's not about political correctness. It's about progressing from baseless, appalling prejudice to a more enlightened society. Yet many are putting prejudice ahead and politics ahead of the welfare of young people. That, not safe schools, is the shameful thing. Now, of course, um, for this program, QLife, 1-800-1845-27, but the age editorial rightly um, has the numbers for Lifeline, one three triple one four, Kids Helpline, 1-800-551-800, Beyond Blue, one three hundred double two four six three six, and Headspace, one eight hundred. 650-890. So good on you, The Age. Um, doing some decent media. Worth noting that a, an analysis at the time the Safe Schools um, faux debate erupted a year ago found that of the articles and editorials in The Australian, not covering comment online or in letters to the editor, um, 66% of the coverage was against Safe Schools. Um, no wonder people are falling for the um, baloney, but... Um, you know, um, when you get that sort of biased coverage and, of course, the power players behind it. But good on the age for standing up for what is right and also um, credit to other good media like Guardian and Crikey who have done good work on LGBTI issues. And Crikey in particular have someone who seems to know the LGBTI community really well. Won't say any more than that for now. All right, I'm going to have a guest, hopefully. I um, can track said person down on the dog and bone um, and um, get them on the line. Um, Jason from the Equality Project um, is scheduled to be on. Um, in the meantime, let's have a track from the dingoes. Um, well, um, sometimes you've got to hold back a bit and wait, um, but let's hope we can maybe um, go a bit further than that. Um, King of, who was in, of England in 1066 who felt, felt he could control the tide maybe we can make the tide turn but sometimes in the words of the dingoes you've got to be waiting for the tide to turn 3CR 855 AM digital 3cr.org.au and on demand out of the pan with Sally I'm going to read you the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Hello, this is DJ Labcat, and you're listening to 3CR 855 on the AM dial, also on your digital radio and on 3cr.org.au. Support your local community radio that supports you with local politics, local music, local poetry, local love. 
This love is not for sale. We want to hear from you. Our station is all about serving the community and we want to know your thoughts, comments and ideas to help shape our future. We're currently asking listeners to take part in a short online survey that will help us get to know you better and understand what you want from your local radio service. The results of this survey will assist us in continuing to be the best possible station we can be in service of our local community. To have your voice heard, head to our website and fill out the survey. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash survey or call the station during business hours to organise to do the survey over the phone. Call 9419 8377. 3CR 855am digital 3cr.org.au and on demand out of the pan with Sally. We just heard from the Dingoes from their live album of 2010, Waiting for the Tide to Turn. Actually, it was 2011. There you go. Time flies or doesn't fly as it does. Well, um, something that we hope will fly along is the Equality Project, which was launched on Thursday. And to talk about it, hopefully touch wood, fingers crossed, I've hit the right buttons. And on the line is Jason, who's the driver behind it. Jason, have I got you? No, I haven't because I hit a wrong button. It's one of those days. What we might have to do is um, go to another track in the meantime um, and see if I can sort that out. Um, Sorry about that. It's a story of my life at the moment is um, that things aren't working. Um, Anyway, uh, let's see if um, we can get it rolling. And in the meantime, well, maybe I'll sing this song for the equipment um, Driven to Tears by Sting. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au, out of the pan with Sally. Okay, hopeful. I'm hoping that we go to, in the words of the Sting liner notes from um, the Double Life album, Bring on the Night, that we, I think he says that that song, um, Tears of um, um, Pain were horrible, but Tears of Rage were better. Let's see if we can find out if we get to um, some Tears of Joy or something. And on the line, um, if we have some true tears of joy, um, I'll have Jason on the phone. Jason. Hey, Sally. How are you doing? Got it that time. One of those oh, days. Well, fantastic. The joys of technology. <laughs> I'm um, getting there. Um, so, um, yes, the Equality Party launched on Thursday night with a big, uh, a big launch, um, a big bang, so to speak, um, a good big bang. Um, Wow, the Equality Party, uh, sorry, the Equality Project, uh, sorry, um, things have moved on. on. <clears throat> Who said I was stuck in the past? But um, after, well, we'll say the Equality Party, where did the Equality Project um, idea come from? So last September I was sitting with um, my dear friend Jackie and just talking about, you know, and I think the trans bill in the state Victorian Parliament had just been scuttled and other things and was like oh what do we do now and I actually said I've just met so many wonderful and I do think most people are wonderful people trying to do their best um, doing great work in the LGBTIQ space around the country that um, but we don't work close enough together and I said I think we need to come back together and um, we used to have in the 70s and 80s a homosexual conference mm-hmm. and obviously the definitions were very narrow then because you know, it was still legal and there, there was no conversation happening about anything or freedom to even have an understanding of um, the whole BTIQA plus stuff, but um, and they also they met in the seventies and eighties and then went their own ways for in the when the HIV happened and and we have lots of good organisations since. But I think it's time for us to come back together and, and work together closer so that we can um, get to where we need to go faster. 
and and so that conversation in September and another 450 different person conversations since um, has led to the Equality Project, which basically is trying to set up a, a national organisation that brings everyone together and making it not just LGBTIQ, but um, strong Indigenous and feminist and multicultural um, focus with the deaf community and people with disability included and reaching out to faith communities and um, also engaging the non-queer audience so we can, you know, um, get to know each other better. And so we're going to hold our first national conference to the 80s next January um, and then set up the pathway to hopefully establishing a national rights network. Yeah, it's something that's needed because I think that, you know, we, we you know, yes, we perhaps don't understand all the details of each other's experience, but um, I think people realise that we're all just sort of trying to live our lives and trying to achieve our best and um, want to understand more, but perhaps haven't had the space to sit down, work out the details of how we can be better allies to one another. So the conference that's locking itself in for January during, gosh, it seems only a few months since midsummer, but we're already thinking midsummer 2018, um, is um, beginning to take shape and could do that. I think so. I think we can get a thousand people there from all over the country. And like even on Thursday nights, there was 250 people there, so a quarter of what we're aiming for for the conference. And 10% of the crowd were Indigenous. Almost 10% of the crowd were persons with disabilities. We had deaf community there. I think 10% or no, um, 20% of the crowd were trans. Um, 20 or 30% of the crowd were straight. Uh, young and old, country and city, people travelled from New South Wales and other places. And um, it was a really, for me personally, I've been in some very diverse rooms, but that was a very diverse, beautiful room of people and a really good spirit there. And I felt that's a sample of what it just might be like, you know? And um, the idea of having you know, four or five stories that people maybe hadn't heard before just to sort of open it up a little bit with was, I thought was really refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I, I did look out and I, I think I said this and I was, I hope it wasn't cheesy, but I really, in a nutshell, I just think we need to actually love each other better. And I, and I know that sounds cheesy, but if we can take care of each other better, yes, we can disagree. Yes, we can campaign differently. Yes, we can do our own things and have our own opinions and ways of doing things. Absolutely. No one's being told what to do. But surely we can connect together like puzzle pieces and make one big, giant, beautiful picture. Um, mm-hmm. And I think there's something in that. And we can take care of each other better. And I, and I know that's hard. Our, our spaces, as you know, Sal, are difficult because we're, you know, we've been discriminated against and oppressed and marginalised and hurt and even damaged by our own persons in our own communities. And um, we are just trying to make the best of the good of our lives and maybe we can get a little bit faster where we need to go if we coordinate and naturally get to know each other a bit better. Oh, look, unequivocally um, has to be um, a better a better thing, you know, that if we can just understand each other, we won't you know, sort of tread, you know, outright tread on each other's toes, but then, you know, we're still, you know, sort of get it wrong, which has happened in the past um, within the rainbow community, but across, um, we'll say, broader human, you know, the broader human diversity that people make generalist proclamations on things. I remember someone once said, well, um, to me a few years ago, and please, I'm just repeating the remark, but they said, oh, well, the Indigenous community is incredibly homophobic. Well, that's not true. That's a generalisation. But 
you know, they may have been influenced by some of the things they've had, but that doesn't mean they're necessarily any more homophobic than, you know, broader society. So those sorts of things, if we sit down and talk it through, we then work out how to do it um, better for sure, yeah. And we're calling the conference Better Together 2018 ah. because I just think we are better together. And it's stupid, um, you know, I was I didn't actually talk about this on Thursday, but the, the word diminish in our communities where there, there are too many people who diminish each other. Mm. And that's not a great strategy. <laughs> yeah. What if we flip it the other way and start building each other up? and yeah. celebrating each other and affirming each other and saying to each other, actually, you matter and the work that you do matters. And, you know, we may have disagreed on something in the past and we may still disagree on some things, but the higher goal, and this is the aim of the Equality Project, which we all worked on, you included, um, is a world that affirms and celebrates LGBTIQ people as full citizens. Mm-hmm. And imagine that. Yeah. Imagine just that you could wake up tomorrow, right, and there's just no, going to be no discussion in the Herald Sun about um, bathrooms or about safe schools or about um, somehow our families, whatever way we construct construct them, there's something weird about them. Or, you know, if, you know, uh, there won't be this anti-sex positive bias out there or whatever it is. Imagine that. Oh, unequivocally. I, I can't even imagine. Like, I actually still can't imagine. I'm trying to imagine it. It would just be like this whole weight off our shoulders is gone. Um and then you can focus on just living and being alive and what it is to be human because at the end of the day, we're all humans. And and I'm excited that we, um, you know, the conference is going to bring visibility to all of those spaces. It's going to allow new stories to be told. They're going to hear stories about each other because that's what people connect with. Um, there'll be chances for education and then there'll be chances for relationship formation and just redistribution of equity where it's needed. And what's even more exciting is that... Um, uh, the, there's going to be two days of pre-conference training for uh, about 250 people that Mercer are going to host for feed and water. They won't provide the training itself. Um, that we can bring 250 of our community together to learn and grow and be built up and get to know each other as a pre to the conference itself. And I think that, and that will hopefully be free of charge and by invitation, and um, because there's no cost at this point and. This is fantastic, and I just think we can. You know, surely, the the outcomes and benefits of all of that are really good. But I don't, I don't, for one minute, recognise that there are some difficulties and mm-hmm. there are some hurt, angry people out there in organisations. Um, and but I, I just say to them, um, if you have a problem with what we're doing, talk to us, because I'm sure it's a misunderstanding. Because we're doing our damn best to uh, make sure this is a safe and inclusive place for every person who wants to be a part of this. Um, and we have, you know, if your listeners want to um, register, we've yeah. got a super, super early bird price of $99 um, for the conference. It's on at the equalityproject.org.au. It's all there. Um, and we're doing that because we need to pay the deposit for the Melbourne Town Hall. <laughs> um, and in the second half of this year, we'll, we'll announce the, the actual conference, you know, what's happening and stuff. But it's going to be, you know, I, I think it's going to be fantastic. But one of the things we're going to do is have a plenary where we have activists and campaigners from the 70s, 80s, 90s and O's on the same big giant panel sharing their stories of what it was like to campaign when it was illegal and um, 
uh, we were a mental illness <laughs> mm-hmm. to where now we've got some campaigners who are in a completely different environment who came out when they were teenagers or whatever. Um, and, and to have a really diverse group of campaigners and we have a discussion around that. We're going to have discussion on um, domestic violence. We're going to have uh, is a, a Christian, key Christian leader in this country who's going to basically come out as pro-gay, not mm-hmm. as gay, but as pro-gay, and is already, um, you know, um, will lose some of his, um, um, will hurt him because the religious space will turn on him. And we've got, so I just think it's going to be this really beautiful two days where we can see each other in the eyes, look at each other. Imagine that. So I, I can't even wait. I can't wait to think, to see a thousand very diverse people in the same space with yeah. a hopeful, positive attitude. So I think I'm talking too much. <laughs> no, no, no. I think you've got, you know, lot, there's lots of thoughts in there without question. And I think you, you hit on a really big one. And that is that, yes, many people in our communities are hurt. I do have to say that, unfortunately, trans is still in the DSM, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, technically as a mental illness, even if the name's a little softer than in the latest version. Um, but, you know, there is a lot of hurt out there. It can be very, very difficult to, you know, we all have our, we, you know, yes, we're all, I think that I agree with you that we're all wanting to achieve not only getting rid of the negativity for LGBTI, but where all our amazing potential and creativity gets put to good use. But the problem we've got at the moment is trying to get through that. We all, as individuals, <clears throat> have different goals and values. Some people value, um, you know, empathy more than others, for example. How then, where there has been that difference, are we going to get through that? I mean, short of um, getting Kofi Annan and Ban Ki-moon down to be peace negotiators, I say that with dry humour, um, you know, what are the sort of means in mind that we might achieve that where there has been differences and we can try to... <clears throat> start putting them aside. Um, well, you know, we'll, we've okay. seen a lot of it in our, in our time, I suppose, is the challenge. It's a big challenge, and we're going to personally invite everyone to come as much as we can within the timeframes that we have. We're, we've, we've already got locked in six or seven um, talented and experienced mediators who will come and participate and be available. And we've created um, six core values that we want to run this whole thing by. So I guess mm-hmm. this, is the, this is the point of where the line is. So we want to care for each other. So, you know, um, collaborate with each other. We want to respect each other, their story, their voices. We want to have integrity. We want to, And we also want to come from a position where we're not this weak, uh, marginalised, downtrodden bunch mm. of people. We're strong and determined, resilient, proud people with energy and enthusiasm. And I, and I think... You know, and the big thing in my mind is that I just want us to take care of each other, and we're going to do that. I know that's not easy. You know, I mean, I've had disagreements many times in my life with people, um, but we actually had the disagreement because we actually cared about it enough, and then we were prepared to have a hard conversation to go, actually, we can either agree or disagree, or we can go, okay, we were wrong, um, but we actually still want to be friends. Yeah. And that was difficult, but it was worth it. Because um, life's too short. And and I really just, you know, and and you know what, we're not getting where we need to go um, in regards to changes for all of our communities fast enough. We're just not. And we've failed miserably in some ways recently. And there's got to be ways that when we, you know, put everyone together and and pull that cognitive resource and that talent, um, 
that we can extract some things that we go, actually, this is most important to us now. Let's all campaign on that together our, in our own ways and get them done. And then come back two years later and revisit them. And I'm excited to have even a United Nations type gathering conference where all the different organisations and leaders are together in the same space and look at each other. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's a you know look um, a big goal, but you know you don't get big goals without um, being a little bold. So bold it is, um, which is fair enough. So um, um, let's let's give it a shot. So let me just grab the <clears throat> excuse me the website again. Um, Theequalityproject.org.au, and it's all there. You can you've got a week and a half or so left for this super early bird price. Your support, it's um, you know really needed. We're going to have. Um, scholarships and um, opportunities for people to attend who can't afford to pay. Yep. So um, and that'll be released that. in the second half of this year. So, but we want everyone who can come to come, and if finance is an issue, just let us know, and we will work that out. Yep. Well, you've got, you know, as you mentioned, you've got <clears throat> a lot of support from, you know, one of the big um, issues, of course, um, is uh, money in our communities, often things not funded. You're working on that as well, which is really yep. cool. Um um, so that's going to be, you know, hopefully will work itself out. And as you say, we've got to get people from all over Australia um, you know, to make sure that we understand particular regional issues. There's a lot in common, but, you know, regional and remote obviously may have different issues to in a metro. So we need to make sure there's a range of perspectives and absolutely. make sure that the people who have the lived experience can get there. And, you know, where does it, where is it the same? Where does it differ? Um, all that sort of thing. Very exciting, and, and but I'm, I'm under no illusion that this is hard work. Yeah, and I've been working hard, and, and the team are working hard, and, and we'll continue to work hard and give this our best crack. So we have a self-sustaining, long-term uh, organisation that serves the LGBTIQ space and is inclusive of our Indigenous, multicultural, religious people with disability, our deaf friends, and straight people. Awesomeness. All right. I'll let you go and get back to your Sunday with um, the good people in your life. Um, So thanks for your time, Jason. And, um, yeah, we'll stay in touch and obviously keep keep in touch um, over the next, where are we, seven or eight months or so until um, January happens. And I should have, I'm sorry, I was a bit frazzled by the equipment. I should have mentioned that I am on the steering committee of this project just to declare any interest as well, but um, good to be involved in it. Yeah, and the, the conference dates are the 12th and 13th of January and, and Midsummer Carnival's on the 14th. Right. So, yep, um, start planning for that sort of second week or so in January um, to get here, particularly if you, well, we'll say at least out of Melbourne and certainly the further away you are around our proverbial big, big broad land. Um, Absolutely. Yep. All right, Jason, thanks for your time. I'll let you go and, yep, stay in touch. Thanks, Al. Speak soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Jason from the Equality Project, um, yeah, huge undertaking, no doubt, um, but, yep, nothing ventured, nothing gained, as they say, so could make a huge difference and I think really work across um, social justice and human rights movements. Um, Jason seems to have an amazing ability to connect with people and build bridges and you know, juggle viewpoints together, um, and I don't even think he's a Libran. There you go. Uh, anyway, all right, let's... Um, <clears throat> You know, let's not be driven to tears of pain, but um, driven to tears of triumph. I'm going to give um, Sting another full will from the um, Bring On The Night album and clear the throat, 3CR, 855 AM, that was very satanic, um, 3cr.org.au, digital and on demand, out of the pan with Sally.
For progressive people around the world, it's been a hard start to the year. Trump is rolling out his racist agenda, inspiring increased racial, religious and gender-based hatred across the globe. It really is time to rally together to fight for a better world. There is power in numbers and there is power in independent, community-run media. Join the swelling number of people fighting back by becoming a member of your radical activist radio station. Show us your love and subscribe to 3CR. Call us on 9419 8377 or pay online 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe. Your music old and groovy, tough and bluesy. You can hear pre-war, Chicago, jump, down home, big band, in fact all types of blues on Melbourne's longest running blues program, Blues with a Feeling, every Saturday night at 9.30pm on 3CR. Blues with a feeling, that's what I have today. The feeling, yeah. Um, can you feel it? Um, you can feel it. It's 3CR, 855am. <clears throat> Sorry, digital, 3cr.org.au. And on demand, out of the pan with Sally. Um, I think I'm going to go home and cook myself up some um, um, butter menthol or something because my frog buffer's got a bad sore throat or something like that. Um, Try to just give you a bit more information about things what are coming up. Got to say, great day yesterday at Trans Family with guest Meredith Butler from Carers Vic talking about issues for carers, not necessarily trans specific, but obviously can relate for trans people with, um, uh, for people caring for trans people, which can be challenging at times um, because of the distress put on trans people by society. Um, that people just can't be themselves. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so um, Meredith will be on the show next week. I'll have a chat about some of the things that came up in that session and some solutions and all that sort of thing. But before we get um, to the um, show next week, a big 3CR event is, of course, one, the first of the two 3CR community radio benefits. Thursday, the 27th of April at 6.30, Bella Union at Trades Hall, um, corner of Ligon and Victoria Streets. Um, Fiona Scott-Norman, Ian McFarlane, um, MC Jonathan Alley, and the superfluity DJs, Clem, Clementine Basto, Casey Bonetto, Scott Edgar, and Christos Sialkos, a um, multi-talented person. There you go. Um, so that's $30, $20 concession, but more on the door if not sold out. And then although it will be just after next week's show, we'll do it now because you can, I can put it into your subconscious. Sunday the 30th of April, one thirty, a matinee with Ekronoplans, Dwinter Sun and BJ Morris Zonkel. Um, so two shows, um, Sunday 27, uh, so Thursday 27, 6.30 Bella Union and... 
Thursday, um, the 30, uh, Sunday the 30th of April, sorry, at Northcote Social Club for the second event, 301 High Street, and that's $10 pre-sale more on the door if not sold out. Check out 3CR's website for more deets. Um, I'd better get out of here with whatever <clears throat> vocal cords I have left um, and make way for freedom of species. Um, sorry about that. It's um, a delayed recovery from croak. Um, and... Um, let them talk all things animal advocacy and animale and all that sort of thing as they do. Take it out today with James Rain from um, his album um, called Hard Rain of uh, 1989. And, um, well, he let his guitar rip on this one written with Simon Hussey, um, Shine On. Um, We'll hopefully get most of the guitar solo in. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you hopefully with full voice and with Meredith Butler next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.